0: We started a podcast, you know, a little while ago, the dream young media podcast and, um, our whole goal, I don't know if you've, um, just looked up more information on this, but our whole goal is to raise awareness of people with special needs. And so when awesome. I saw you on, um, on Instagram and the book that you had, it just, you know, just made my antennas go up and I was like, you know what, she's, um, she's kind of moving in the same direction <laughs> as we are. So it's just, it's just great to have you on. And we'll, well thank do- you. I
1: appreciate it so much. I, um, Started out as a special education teacher in public schools and taught both in the adaptive and the general special ed curriculum. Was able to teach like kindergartners all the way through 12th grade. And then the really severe students all the way up to students that had, you know, very minor disabilities. And then decided that I wanted to um, continue my education. So I got a doctorate and went in, started teaching teachers that wanted to be special ed teachers. Very good. Very Um, good. So I've been doing that for about uh, six years. And then my mother was an educator also. She was not in special ed, but um, she did general education. And then she also became a professor. And the neat thing is the year I started teaching at college, she retired. So we kind of uh, like switched hands. Or run the
0: family, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it does. <in>
1: <laughs> yes. And so uh, when I started teaching, then she always had a book that she, um, we've written some textbooks together, not very fun, you know, kind of, but we, she always had in the back of her mind, she wanted to write a children's book. And she, even when I was growing up, she would talk about it. And, and at that point it was kind of just, you know, one of those things that you hear your mom talking about. Um, and then when she retired, she said, you know, I think it's time that I try something like that. And I said, well, mom, you know, if you write a children's book, you're going to be one of, you know, 100 million children's books out there. What, what can we do to make it different than just being that? I said, why don't we make it so that it has a special needs element? And not just that, but, uh, you know, our theme of the book is together you can be different and still belong. And right. so to me, it's not just, yeah, it's about autism. It has a goose with autism in there. They're very subtle things. Because I want us to understand that we all have differences, whether it's, you know, red hair, we're tall, we're short, we have big feet, whatever it is. We have to understand that when kids are growing up, those are big deal, you know. And so whatever the difference may be, we we can kind of come together as a community. And so I said, well, let's make this children's book have some areas that deal with special needs. And then let's see kind of how it goes. And so we kind of went back and forth with the manuscript and it just came very naturally. And the book is just really, you know, it's really neat because Charlie is the main character with autism. And, uh, you know, like when he's learning to fly, he, the sun is too bright. And so he learns to fly upside down so that it's not so bright. Or when they're learning to honk, we've got some pictures where he's got his big wings over his ears, you know, because it's just too loud. Yeah. And when he's learning to swim and the water's cold, we kind of have that, you know, in the book. So it's not things that kind of like slap you in the face because we're all different. We don't need it to be just that. Sorry. Um, but, kids that have those differences are going to pick up on them and be like, oh, hey, I do that. Yes. Um,
0: Extremely creative. I love that approach. Thank you. I love that approach. I love that approach. And I had a chance to jump on your website and and look at your Amazon and everything. And it seems like the book is doing fairly well. I I see a lot of reviews, you know, so that's starting to to kind of build um, some momentum for you, right?
1: We're trying. That's the hardest part. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's a, a side thing for me. And I did not go to school to be in marketing and, and all that. Oh, so yeah. this is all I so new. I had not been I on feel. Facebook since college. <laughs> wow. So it was like, oh, no, I got to figure this out, you know? So, but, you know, they keep telling me like the reviews on Amazon and those type of things. That's what really makes it, um, you know? And once you kind of get out there and do things like this, um, it really helps. And so I've been just trying to post every day and to just reach out. But the hard part is you kind of get that same community that you're reaching out to only. And yeah, so it's goodness. like, you got to push borders and get it, you know. Um, so I, you know, I, I tried to reach out and be like anybody that has advice, you know, I, I take any advice and all advice because to me, the message is going to help our younger generation yeah. to kind of understand it's okay.
2: I agree. Um, and that can be worth more than gold itself. Oh, really think about it. I agree.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, it's funny. I actually, this morning I got up really early because my mom wants to write book two. And so, <laughs> yes. And so she sent me and, you know, with all this coronavirus stuff and being a, a um, professor, all of our classes are online and the sessions are just, it's like all the days are running together. I've been like, just Zooming and chatting with all of my students all the time. So it's been very crazy the last couple of days, but she sent it to me and I so bad wanted to, to read it and look at it. So this morning from like about six to eight, I was looking at it and adding my little comments <laughs> and, and adding little differences and all those type of things. So, I mean, my goal is if I can make back what I put into it, we'll continue to keep writing. Okay. you know, Absolutely. with the money okay. that, that we got, we'll put it into self-publishing the next one and the next one, and the next one, because it's the message that our kids need. Absolutely, yeah.
0: um, Especially now, especially now with all the bullying that's going on, um, just yes. people not being able to understand the differences that we all have and, and just everything that's going on within the culture itself. So it's a sure. big plus. And so this yeah. second book that you guys are working on, is this going to be, Char- is Charlie going to be in this book too? Or you guys are going in a different direction? Or do you no, we're, it we're taking
1: to... it in the same direction. We're adding a few characters and we're going to keep the kind of the similar themes. We, I want to continue that. And uh, in the first book, we have his big brother's name is Gus. And he mm. is kind of if you, you know, if you have a, a kid with special needs and a family, you tend to have one sibling that kind of is a little bit more of a caretaker. It doesn't necessarily have to be an older brother, but Mm -hmm. tends to be somebody, right? So we kind of wanted to bring that into the book too, because a lot of those kids look, are, are kind of looking for some support too, because it's, it's, a, it's a hard role too. So we have Gus um, in the first book doing that. And so we're extending that part into the second book a little bit more. And so it's really just neat to see the character development. I mean, this is funny. You'll laugh probably at this, but it, you know, I read it this morning and I started to tear up when I read the second book, I thought, and I knew what was coming. You know, it's like, just is so powerful. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If you had a chance to look, and I think I put it um, as my post yesterday, is that there's an activity in the back of the book. And it's a picture of Charlie. And what I ask for people to do is to draw on it what makes them different. Mm. So again, kind of like glasses, hearing aids, long hair, short hair, you know, red hair, freckles, yeah. whatever, or a wheelchair. I mean, it can be very minor. It can be more, more of a disability, but what makes you feel different? And then there's a statement that says, I feel different because, and I'm yeah. asking people to do that and then send it to me. And I have some already up on Instagram and Facebook, but I want to keep adding that. So then kids can go on there and see, Oh my gosh, look at all these people. They're diff- They feel different too. It's not just me. Yeah, oh, that's
0: great. That's great. And you can then it's like it. that can create a whole movement, not just for the book, but just right. uh, just online as well. Like a a uh, you know, tell me how you're different challenge type type approach. And and yeah, I think that's oh, that'd be great. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag, hashtag. Tell me how you're different. You're, or yes. come up with a hashtag that kind of ties into what you're trying to do, um, and then somehow tie it to trying to be different, and then make it just yeah. a challenge. So from celebrities to you know just everyday people, um, students at your school, everybody, tell yeah. me what's different about yourself. It doesn't matter if it's if it's minor or major you know right that's right yeah
1: well if you can help or guide me a little bit on how to do that i'd love to do that because it is that's the power of the message that's is right. that we have to understand that we all have differences and whether it's something that some people perceive as very minor it's not if right. if we perceive it to be a difference it affects us that's right and we just and then we have to realize too that oh my goodness how many people feel that way it's okay. Maybe. And, and to me, the big part of that too, is that we've gone so social media with our, with kids that, and, and that to me can be very hard. You know, right. most people only post things about happy. Um, you know, here's my vacation on the beach and exactly. here's me doing this, you know, yep. they don't post anything that is kind of the harder parts of life. Exactly. So when our kids go on to these social media sites, all they see are these glorious, happy things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait a second is that how everyone feels all the time so it's almost like i want to kind of combat that a little bit too to show them that it's you know we realize people are going to be on social media that's not going to change but how can we make social media not quite so much like idealistic
0: yeah i mean it's like Um, a highlight reel of your life basically is what social media is and people i know all the all the highlights and and all the all the Great days. But there's days right. in those days where they're not really feeling their best or they're depressed or going through some form of anxiety and different. Emotions. And
1: nobody shares that. And, and right. nobody shares those That's
0: things. Right. Now, I, I am seeing a lot more. You know, we are getting a lot of, um, um you know, direct messages and a lot of people who are starting to follow us on social media who are sharing those challenges. People who are going through sicknesses while in the hospital, um, people who are dealing with things with parents. So some people out there are really keeping it genuine. When it comes to posting, they post the highlight reel, but they also post the stuff in between, which is nice to see. It creates it that is. balance.
2: And just to add yeah. to that, uh, also what we've been seeing are the caregivers, the siblings, like you said earlier. They, they're, they're part of this equation, you know. Which their, their voices seldomly get heard, but you know they're, they're a big factor in this whole circle. You can sure. tell. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. they tend to get left out. So I think yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's important because it, um, you know, it, it's, and I don't mean hard and easy versus you know, in a positive or negative way, but those, those students or those kids that are the siblings have it, have that, that role can be difficult for them mentally and emotionally also, and they need support.
2: That's right.
1: Um, so yeah, so it's just, it's been so much fun because I, um, it's funny, I don't really perceive myself to be an extremely creative person. I grew up in athletics and, you know, I was a sports person and all that. And so it's kind of funny when I get, have gotten into this that every once in a while. I'm like, huh, wow. You know, that it kind of is, it's kind of taken my life in a different direction yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. And so it's yeah. been kind of a challenge to do that. But, you know, I've had, when I, when it first came out, it came out like the second week of December. I had students that are now teachers bought the book and just sending me pictures. Hey, Dr. B, I got your book. <laughs> and, uh, I was like in shock. I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, that meant so much <laughs> to me that they were seeking that out. Um, and so then I've had them, I've asked some of them that had it. I said, Well, will use it in your classroom and send us how it worked. Because sometimes teachers or parents or whatever need a little bit of, you know, how do I incorporate this book? And so there's a couple of videos on my Facebook um, webpage that show how they used it in their classroom. Um, So I'm really hoping because, you know, it's, it's a book that can help discussion too, right? So if... If if teachers and parents and therapists and doctors and, you know, your play groups and all those things want to talk about acceptance and diversity and inclusion, kindness, you know, those type of things. Sometimes we don't know where to begin. But if we have a book that can lead us and then some questions that I put in the back of the book help get that discussion started. And then also I think which is what is really helpful is that you know how we are always like I'm asking for a friend because we don't want to right so a lot of the kids can be can use Charlie as that person that go between right. you know I think Charlie feels like this you know and or what, what what do you think if Charlie did this you know and then it makes it not like me I'm not asking for me
2: right that's great
1: um and and you know young kids sometimes that's
2: hard I agree They'll so, be more open to yeah. express themselves, maybe if you don't know it's directly coming from them. So <laughs> that's that's my, my hope. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah.
0: right. I think that's a great approach. Um, that, that you use Charlie and you took that approach in the book. Um, you know, we've been working with people with special needs since like 2007. Um, cool. We have a for-profit um agency out of Tampa, and it's a family-run business. And we've been doing that for a while now, helping them, helping adults with um special needs transition out of group homes into their own apartments. And to oh, Indian cool! Living. And so we started there. We started seeing like a need for more to be done in the community. Mm-hmm. So we started a nonprofit. Right. And uh, we had a training center for a while under our nonprofit, Dream Young Arts Media in Tampa. We recently moved to Georgia, shut down the training center because of all the extra overhead that goes along with that. And now we're doing a Raising Awareness um, campaign instead. Um, we feel like we could reach more people online than we could have in a local community setting. And, and so that's why we're doing this right now is because we just that is really so cool to tell more yeah. people. And you're writing the book, which is Raising Awareness. We have the nonprofit we have the podcast and we do some other things in the community here locally now to also help raise awareness. So it's like everybody's working on the same on the same mission. So right. it's a great well, thing.
1: I love that you were doing that with Group Homes for a year once I graduated college before I started teaching. I worked for um, a company that helped people with disabilities find jobs. Nice. And so I went out and did like job hunting and searching, and then and job coached them. Yes, and yep. did yes, that. Did, and then that
0: well. did that as well. Yes. It was really, yep.
1: it yes. was such a great experience to see them become independent or yes. semi-independent. But you know, that's what I always stress to the te- the people I'm teaching now that are going into you know roles in the public schools. I said, you know, our main goal is to make them as independent as possible. That's right. That's correct. And so, you know, that's what we need to do. So that's really cool. I have a connection there with you guys as well, because yeah. that meant a lot to me that kind of showed again, that inclusion into society and all that they really do. I mean, I had, when I taught in the public schools, I had a lot of my students that had kind of that lower functioning autism and down syndrome. Mm-hmm. IQs were, you know, 60 or so. And so they were working in retail and, and a lot of them were courtesy clerks at grocery stores and stuff like that. But the impact that they made on the community, incredible. We saw that every day. I saw
0: it every day. I remember I had a consumer. His name was Kevin. He had Down syndrome. And listen, if I picked him up in the morning, (laughs) if I picked him up in the morning and he would go into McDonald's, he'd be like, I think I know her. Her name is Susan. And I'm like, Kevin, leave people alone. Don't bother bother that lady. He walks up and the lady goes, Kevin. (laughs) And (laughs) they start hugging. Take him to the library, the same thing. I would take him to the oh. mall, the same thing. So it's like he he's literally a had a connection with so many. <laughs> yes. people. I'm like, wow, this guy is almost like a local celebrity yeah. based on how you walk into stores and he has this connection with so many people. And um yeah. and, and it was just phenomenal to see that he was actually integrated into community. He's a, yeah. he's, a, he's not just living in the community, yeah. he's not actually part of it. You know, yeah. which is great.
1: I had a student like that. He worked at Farm Fresh and he did the same thing. And then he actually I coached volleyball. He was my volleyball manager. And I mean he just like everyone knew his name was Steven. Everyone knew Steven. I mean it was incredible. I mean it was just such a powerful thing and now he actually his his family like has to keep him busy because he he just, you know, he he had down he has down syndrome but he is just got to stay busy. So they make oh, birdhouses. Wow. Oh. And they, they, um, you know, he paints them and does little certain things on them. And it's kind of more of a rote task, yeah. but they're really, they're bluebird houses. They're really, really cool. And oh. so they sell them and donate money. And then he made these little, uh, business cards for himself. To put in the birdhouse. So when people <laughs> bought them <laughs> and he wrote his name and underneath it, he wrote CEO. CEO, oh, I <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I laughed <laughs> for like 10 minutes when I got <laughs> that <laughs> because it's just his personality. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you just thought, it's hilarious. I mean, it, it almost, you know, makes you want to just really sit back and think. Exactly.
0: Right. It, I mean, it helps you to learn a lot about yourself as well. It, it, it really, it really, it really puts you back in touch with just the basics of what of what human love is and, right. and and just and just um being more compassionate as well you know well, um you are people, so right yeah you know, these people have multiple levels of challenges from from financial to mental to social challenges and just and just seeing them still get, you know get out there and make their birdhouses and do their business cards yes. and and get out there and work is just it's just it's very encouraging so if you I, I tell my I tell them and your all toes, you know it's it's a lot you can do as well so that's right but that's great that's great. I
1: tell them all that they teach me as much as I teach them. Yes, that's they right.
0: Do. I feel the same way. Yeah, um, that's great. But yeah,
1: so very cool. I love all that you're doing, and I hope that this is just the beginning for us to continue to work together. Because right. I, it sounds like you have a lot of passion and a lot of you know things that you're doing that are different and you know kind of pushing boundaries. And that's me. I'm always like. What can I do that's different and creative and, you know, kind of doing something in the community? So um, I I love to hopefully stay in touch and and continue to do anything that you um,
2: that I can support with
1: or that we can work together on.
2: Thank you. We feel the same exact way. The only thing we can and should do is work together so that we can even build awareness, raise awareness even more. Yes. Thank you once again. So I'm
0: I'm, I'm definitely going to try to brainstorm some type of hashtag that's not being used. That, that we can tie into the whole movement that you got going on with the... I love it. ...that book. Let me see if I can play around with something over the weekend and maybe I'll come okay. up with something that's not being used and we can see where we can go from there. Right.
1: That'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. I love it.
0: And that's great. And, awesome. Do okay. you have any more questions for Dr. Bosch?
2: Yeah. So, you know, you you actually answered the question how you tied yourself into the community, which was absolutely wonderful. So just once again, if you can just reiterate, what message are you trying to convey to the audience? Audience because th- it's such a sure. wide demographic. So. It is
1: like, I, th- I think that the, the main message that we have is that together we can be different and still belong. Okay. So that's the main message. And we're going to continue through um, any sequels that we write. That would be the message that we would continue to bring along. Something that I want to, to make sure that is, is powerful is that I want the book to be something that teachers, parents, therapists, doctors, you know, friends, family members, anybody picks up and they can use it to spark discussion about acceptance, about diversity, about inclusion, about kindness. So those are the things that I think are that are really important. And then lastly, is kind of that activity that I, I mentioned, is that if we can... Um, allow it to be very kind of organic for kids to see that they feel differently in some ways, but that others do too. And that I want them to kind of sigh with relief when they see that and go, huh, it's okay.
2: So, and where can we learn more about, um, about the book and about your, your services or, you know, Right now, what I've done, and
1: I, I'm I'm still learning through all of this with with advertising and marketing and stuff. But I do have the Facebook page that's on um, being Charlie Embracing Differences, and then the Instagram at We Are Charlie, and so I keep those daily. i um, adding things to those, um, and then we also have our Amazon authors page. And um, so you can kind of go on there and see what's offered. And then the book is offered in uh, three formats. So hardback, paperback, and then an ebook. And it's offered um, from Amazon, Barnes and & Nobles, and then iTunes. Nice. And it is called Being Charlie. Being Charlie, Embracing Differences.
0: Nice. Wonderful. Sounds I truly great. appreciate your time once Thank you. again. Thank you. And we will stay connected. We'll do awesome. Thanks,
1: guys. Thank Have a good one.